0: This week on the Push Pull Loads podcast, we answer a load of questions about physios, osteos, and ab workouts in magazines. We also have a massive rant about some shocking bodybuilding show prep. Three, two, one. Let's go, Dan.
1: Hey guys, welcome to the Push Pull Legs podcast with myself, Dan And uh, me, Tom Hall. What's going on, man? Not a lot. Just the usual, mate. Just the usual Tuesday night, lastminute.com, rush to get this podcast out for <laughs> Wednesday.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Busy, busy, busy. I've, I've done However, about, about 15 sessions in two days. Um, that's actual seeing mate, you're people. Mate, you to be jacked if you've done 15 sessions in two days. I haven't trained in two days, to be fair. Yeah, that I mean. sounds more like it. <laughs> <laughs> I've been training people, but... Yeah, I trained on the weekend, so I trained on Sunday. All right, we're all good.
1: You're still gonna, you're still gonna be, uh, still be getting those gains in, mate, because MPS is gonna be spiked for 48 hours. So make sure you train tomorrow, and you'll so, be okay.
0: And I was, I was repping out some deadlift, wasn't I? So, so all good, all good, Ooh. bruh. Um, yeah. What are we talking about today? We should. Know. We've
1: got some listener questions, I believe, Tom oh. from Self. So we're gonna go through them, and then this week we've got an extended uh, version of Stupid Things on the internet slash real life today. Yeah, um, so we're going to have a good old rant about that because it's um, deserving of a good 10, 15-minute blast. I probably,
0: probably more, to be fair. We'll probably go off on one quite a bit on that. It's It'll probably of, just be straight after the break. Let's yeah, just get into it. It's, <laughs> it's kind of... I guess it's almost close... Touching close to the heart for Dan and really annoying for me. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, let's crack on, dude. Um, so, Mr... I'm I'm hoping I pronounce this right. It's either Dennis or Dennis. I'm gonna call you Dennis. So, okay, um, let's go. He he spouted out a load of questions to me. So we thought, why not? Given the uh, given the podcast to answer him. That's what they here for, right? It's getting the current theme now. Everybody just get questions in. So it's getting- well, that's what
1: we want. It gives us things to talk about. Otherwise, we're sat there and we have to like talk about whatever we're going to talk about. You and your dogs—are you getting too close? And are you missing each other too much? And it's just getting boring,
0: mate. I'm going to see them there. The dogs are—I'll be at my parents' this weekend, so it's my mum's. I'm, I'm quite concerned how close you are to your dogs. My mum's birthday is as this comes out, so if you're listening, mum, happy birthday. She's not. So. Oh, she'll be listening. She'll be listening. <laughs> number seven listener, great. Yeah, no. Awesome. Um. Yeah. So, let's go. Question number one. Uh, we got. Um, that he feels he's prone to injury, um, but he goes to see osteopaths and physios and doesn't understand specifically um, when an osteo or physio is needed. I guess, in and whether he wants our professional opinion, um, who we would go to physio or osteopath, which one we, would, we, would we choose if we had to, or what are they both used for? So, you've got an opinion on this, Dan. Um, only because I know a really good osteopath do I go to
1: a, an osteopath who's also a physio, so I guess that's kind of... Is he a physio, though? Um, Is he? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think. I think so. Yeah, I think, did he do... I don't know, actually.
0: If you're thinking about the same one, Mr. Doug, he's not a physio. No. No.
1: no. Well, either way, he knows his shit. <laughs> he um, knows shit. But yeah, no, he... he, uh, he I guess he's helped me more than some physios have. I guess um, would be how I would just my real non-evidence-based view of it would be. Um, but yeah, I, I I personally would probably seek out a good osteopath.
0: I guess this is the yeah this is the tricky situation. So I think most of the people will probably refer to a well, um, pfft, most GPs will refer refer to a physio. Um, but the fact is that NHS physios, as uh, Alex will probably spout out to us, have only got half an hour per patient. So the fact is they can't spend enough time with people to actually get them right, and we'll get you'll get some shoddy, like uh, a few exercises. they be able to diagnose um, generally, and then you'll get. A few exercises that might be able to get you better but the fact is that they're churning out like 12-15 people a day and they haven't got the time to properly go into it so to be honest I know of more private osteopaths um, so I tend to go towards a private osteopath just because it's their livelihood and they've they're probably booking you in for an hour Um, for a session either like a a first consultation is probably going to be an hour where they test and go through a load of pelvic movements and stuff like that so generally I I go towards I wouldn't mind either but um, I go towards an osteopath and it's I go towards private healthcare than public healthcare just because of the time restraint Um, and if you want to get get yourself better you might as well pay for it personally it's your health Um, yeah but Mm. Yeah, that's that's my opinion. So um, preference osteo over physio. Sorry, Alex. Um, but if you got you've got a decent physio, basically your preference would be osteo or physio that trains um, and actually has been in a gym setting would be my preference. Who knows?
1: Yeah, I think I think it's mm. in my like say in my experience. It'd be one of those where I mean, an osteopath, like I say, would look at you from a more whole body kind of perspective but then i actually think nowadays a lot of the best physios do that as well so like for yeah. example we've had chris Lendrum on the show right he was a yeah. physio but he was very much would look at everything He wouldn't just look at your ankle he if that was the problem he would go right well why is this happening or your knee or your hip whatever it was and uh, in in that point of view and i think that if you know a good physio and you know they do a good job in terms of looking at your whole body and how things are uh, connecting and how things are the relationships between different joints then you're probably going to be okay but if you were just to go straight out the blue didn't know anyone and you were like choose a physio an osteopath it would probably be an osteopath but there are a lot of physios who are very very smart um who look at the body as a whole a bit more um and i think that they they educate themselves in that way as well to make sure they don't just focus on the problem area
0: um
1: and, and look elsewhere as well um but yeah i think that yeah, if you're going to, if you're going in blind and you had to choose one, I would choose osteopath. Pick the jacked one that looks like he's trained. Sweet.
0: Basically, yeah. Bigger, bigger. Than,
1: uh... <laughs> Saying that, Doug doesn't look like he trains. So yeah, to be fair. Yeah. yeah.
0: I, I did comment on you know, uh I think it was the editor of Men's Health um was doing a, a shoot with him today at BXR and then I was like oh there's little Doug great. <laughs> on his Instagram, I was like, "Yeah, great." <laughs> He's just like lying next to somebody, twiddling their arm. I don't know. That's all he does, really. So, yeah. number two, um, whether to be very frank with this one, is going heavy the cause of injury? So, going lifting heavy weight. Um, open discussion. I would say it's probably from two angles we could come at this. So, personally, no. Um, going heavy is not the root of injury. It's probably not the cause of injury. The technique and probably foundations of going up to leading up to lifting heavy is probably the risk of injury, is where the injuries come from. Um, But on this flip side, strongmen and powerlifters are at a greater, far higher risk of injury according to, well, occurrence of injury than bodybuilders, and they will generally lift for a heavier load per repetition than a bodybuilder. So, interesting.
1: Daniel? I, I, again i don't like doing this whole like oh it depends stuff because obviously it does <laughs> depend but if i had to pick one then i would say no and the reason i'd say no is because exercise selection becomes important so is a heavy deadlift for example putting you at more of an injury risk than doing heavy delt you know lateral raises yeah but the lateral raises are still heavy so the 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 term heavy isn't the right term to use because you can go heavy leg press. Well, arguably that's not exactly a dangerous movement. Um, unless you've seen the video that's going on, on Facebook, but, um, <laughs> you know, a heavy leg press is quite safe, like a heavy hack squat, fairly safe, a hegy, heavy, heavy, extension. a heavy leg hegy, extension, sweet,
0: <laughs> a heavy,
1: a heavy leg extension isn't dangerous. Um, Uh, or sorry as dangerous as maybe a heavy deadlift or a heavy squat but um like you say it's also the exposure you have to that stimulus so for someone who um regularly you know trains with heavy load then they're going to be more um accustomed to using those kind of weights so they're not going they're probably going to have these uh, movement patterns nailed in so they're not going to be at, high, at a higher risk of injury than someone who's never tried them before. So it does come down to the experience of the athlete. It comes down to the exercise selection. Um, more so, I think, than actually if it's a heavy load. Um, and I think people are too scared of heavy loads um, because, again, that's relative. What's heavy to you is light to me. So it's different. You know, you can't <laughs> use the same weights. <laughs> I am waiting for you to go. <laughs> and, and then, you know, but it's, it's just things like machines are just a lot safer than, than, than free weights. And yeah. you still go a lot, you can still go very heavy on machines. Trust me. Um, despite what oh, all the I, will. Is. I will, I will, I will yeah. trust you. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't think that's the right way to kind of look at it because people have got injured before, um, you know, doing drop sets and doing really lightweights, but they've been injured because it's just the fact they're so fatigued. Yeah. Um, and ex- exercise selections probably been, been a bit poor as well. Um, don't do drop set lunges, for example. It'd be stupid. <laughs> um,
0: why the hell not?
1: Again, it might not be heavy, but it's at higher risk of injury because of the exercise selection. Because it's so a very complex exercise. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So you, I, I, and I'm going to, I'm going to say actually just randomly, just right now, forward lunges, most ridiculous exercise going I would never do them ever in my life I
0: think, I think we've we've, yeah we said that before both me and you I just yeah forward lunges just I don't understand do reverse, yeah. do reverse just, just reverse yeah like risk over reward doesn't matter I was like who mm. when you don't do that movement pattern of pushing back through shearing force for your knee and your patella and, and, and no
1: one and no one kind of went oh you know I got jack legs I did lunges that's how I got jack legs <laughs> no it's not that's what, that's what made my squat go from 140 to 160 I did lunges no it's not yeah. it's not <laughs> so
0: yeah those, they, just, they just baffle me it's just I don't know they're just an odd movement it's very jerky it's, and uh. it's just
1: an exercise that even if you're very very good um, at, at movement and your movement patterns are brilliant you can still butcher it like oh, yeah. I've seen people who, who go reasonably heavyweight on reverse lunge is fine and as soon as you do that forward lunge you just there's that moment you kind of go Ooh. Yeah. and it doesn't matter who, who does it because it's just a horrible movement um but yeah anyway we're sidetracking a little
0: bit. <laughs> Walking lunges, fine. Still fucking hard. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. Very very, very complex exercise. Bit different. You've got the forward part, but if you look when you step up, it's the exact same concentric part of the reverse lunge. So better. Yeah, and, yeah. and the way that you push off and the way you absorb the force is different. Yeah. Um
1: but yeah. Yeah. So Carry on.
0: On. We'll we'll save it for the lunging podcast. All right. Um cool. <laughs> so Probably under stupid things in the internet, he's written. Um, Good. He listens, clearly. Not just randomly spouting out. Um, Apparently, a doctor has stated to someone I know the following that uh, training every day causes um, some liver enzyme levels to go up. Sounded very weird and a very generalized statement, but surely this can't apply to everyone. I have no fucking clue. Dan has a little bit more knowledge based on on this than me.
1: Um, Well, yeah. I'm not going to sit here and say I know what they're what they're talking about,
0: but Dan Liver, um, you know,
1: just just from using my uh, my knowledge and scientific background, it makes sense. That, humble brag, um, humble brag, yeah. <laughs> well, other people do it, so fucking hell, why not? Um, is you know, when you think about training and, and exercise, is is it's stress to the body? Um, that 's the most important thing to remember it 's a stress that your body has to adapt to to make then it becomes easier the next time you do it so that 's why we get stronger that 's why we lift more weight um, all that sort of stuff so if our body is stressed, then potentially liver enzymes um, anti antioxid- uh, sorry oxidative stresses and things like that increase after we train so it makes sense to think, okay, maybe these liver enzymes that the doctor's talking about, I don't know what he's talking about, which one specifically. I don't really know any specifically. Um, but if your body's having to combat stress, those enzymes could go up. But who's to say that's a bad thing? Is that you know, It doesn't have to be a bad thing just because they've gone up. Um, it's like saying, well, when you run, you get out of breath. Well, yeah, that doesn't mean you're going to die. It just means that you're getting out of breath. It's not like you know, you're going to get to the point where you can't breathe anymore. So it, it's one of those things where... Just because it happens doesn't mean it's a bad thing. It's like with the whole thing with cortisol. Like cortisol rises when we exercise. That's not a bad thing. It helps us exercise. Um, but having a cortisol chronically high maybe wouldn't be the best thing in the world. So just because it happens when you exercise doesn't make it an issue. Um, so, yeah, if you trained every day, then you're not probably given a chance for those enzymes to come down again. So that's why we encourage rest days, which is why people potentially overtrain, which is why when they do overtrain or they do train too much – They put themselves potentially at higher risk of catching a cold or catching illness because they don't give their body a chance to recover. Um, I think that's probably maybe where he's coming from. Um, I don't know if he said it from a place of you shouldn't exercise every day. Um, But I think as fitness professionals, we would probably say you you shouldn't. Is that the right word to use? It's not advisable to exercise every single day. You do need rest days. You do need days to recover. I think that's smart. I think that's wise. Um, so potentially that's what he could have been getting at. Um, I don't think he's wrong, um, but I don't think the way that maybe you've taken it is correct either. In that he maybe is you're trying to make, you're thinking maybe he thinks it's a bad thing, and I think he's just maybe made the point and said, well, actually, yeah, they're just the liver enzymes are higher. Um but I don't think it's a problem. That'd be my opinion. Not hashtag evidence based. Just <laughs> opinion.
0: That uh, is just yeah, anecdotal.
1: But it makes sense though, right Tom?
0: Yeah, sure. Um... oh. Wow.
1: <laughs> sure reassurance there from Tom. Fucking hell. It's like Tom Tom's just putting the end of there, disclaimer, this has not come from my mouth. <laughs> These views are Daniel Meek's this only. Cheers, Daniel
0: to- Meek. Okay. not yeah, nah. fruit I'll, just,
1: I'll just drink my Pepsi Max, don't worry. I'll yeah, keep I
0: Ribena. Me. People were giving me such odd looks. I was doing deadlifts for singles. on uh, my, saw my Instagram post. Um, and I was literally just... Saw your 140s going up. Good work, 140s, singles. Uh, 200s, 210s. Um, mm, and, yes. then, and then uh, my, I had my Ribena and my frigy Milkshake. As my oh, because you need all those calories to do three reps a session. <laughs> I was actually, yeah, yeah. I did more than three reps. I, was, I think I was deadlifting for about an hour. That must have been real well fun. Um, mm. It was good. It was good wandering around. Uh, it was good. It was good. Good sesh. Good sesh, Dan. It's nice. Um, but yeah, very baffled look for me drinking chocolate milk through my session. Wonder why. <laughs> Well, they probably thought you were going to get fat. Like, oh, guy, sorry, fatter. Right. fatter. Guys, get fatter. Mate, 80, pretty much eighty-seven kilos right now. I was quite shocked when I stepped on the scale. But, but and, bear- you not, uh... and you
1: are not. And you are not twelve percent body fat. <laughs> no, no way in, in a million years. Mate, uh,
0: actually, sidetrack. Where is that?
1: Mate, your mate, your like your head Ooh, might be twelve percent body fat,
0: I've... but that's it. I've actually no, got, uh, before we answer this last question, so I've actually got that sheet, if anybody saw that post. Because um, I've, I've literally, I've never posted a topless photo of myself, ever. Um, there's until, a reason for that. There's a reason for that. But I've stayed in some sort of shape, which surprisingly, I didn't think, like... Yeah, um, round. Round is a shape, <laughs> Tom. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough, Dan. <laughs> yeah, you've poked the bear, mate. Yeah, let's go. Um, yeah. yeah, my weight was about 86.9. Let's call it se- se- uh, eighty-seven to Be honest, but I was like, I I put a disclaimer on there. There was no way my body fat percentage is at eleven point two.
1: That's ridiculous. I it was twelve point five. Eleven point two. That's 11.2. even worse. Eleven point two. Tom, uh, Tom, your hair is eleven point
0: two body fat. I was the like, n- what? So since this training phase, apparently, um, yeah, I've gone up like two point I don't know, two point seven kilos. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then my skeletal muscle mass had gone up 1.9 kilos no which, it's not
1: no which, it's not which
0: would but even the mass would lead me to believe that surely my body fat would have went up by at least 0. 0.8 to like yeah. round it out and my body fat percentage had gone down mate these in-body scanners seriously you should throw that away now <laughs> like just throw it away. i was it's like just going space, on? Mate, gonna
1: Mate, you're going to be there like, oh, you're going to go to body power thinking, oh, I'm going to get a tan, Mate, walk around that top arm, just I'm because that sh- scanner tells you you're 11% body fat.
0: Mate, I must be shredded as hell for a power plant oh, wow. wow. Oh, well. Unbelievable. Well, I know, all I know, I've just got to come down in weight because… Uh... There's a lot of things you've got to come down in. <laughs> mate, you've got to compete your weights up, mate. Uh, but you're I right. know, me <laughs> But yeah, because obviously I compete at 83. I can't really be 87, can I? Uh,
1: you can't, mate, no. You no. need to be hovering around around uh-huh. the 85 mark because we all know how hard it is for you to lose weight and keep it off and then go into a competition under a certain <laughs>
0: weight <laughs> yeah, and tough. not it's... fuck it up. I know, it's really hard to lose weight, isn't it? It's really tough. Um, yeah. But... Hardest thing in the world. <laughs> but... Yeah, it's very interesting. But anyway, we digress. Mm. All right, what was the last question? So, ab magazines. So, ab workouts in magazines, basically. Um, Just wanted to get our opinion on... um, A lot of magazines will probably show, probably now, I guess, get six pack in six weeks so you can go on holiday, or of some Mm. sort. It would be interesting to get our opinion on these kind of programs um, delivered in magazines. Do they work? Um, uh, do you think they're effective? Um, I've listened to you comment about online coaching. Um, I'm guessing that means our online coaching. Um, and then mm. it would be interesting to hear your thoughts of what the magazine details and men's health actually help for the general public. So I guess not always the general public are... I'm guessing there's, there's a fair few general pop general pop people we classify listen to the podcast, but probably our clients sit on the trained... Scale, ish. Mm. Yeah. Well, I know mine generally do um, in online anyway. But yeah, and also down comment on uh, nutritional sections during these ab workouts or whatever. So I guess I guess the topic is there is ab workouts. Do we do we use them? Do we prescribe them? Um, and what would we do if we did? I guess. Hmm. So, I think, yeah, coming from two different angles, though, um, obviously, I'm more geared towards strength and then a bit more hypertrophy. Um, But, yeah, if I'm training for size and mass, yeah, I'd I'd throw some ab workout in. Because I think, anecdotally, you said before, Dan, that you didn't do that much ab work and it kind of showed when you mm. shredded down that they weren't exactly popping if uh you can use my my, my little hip slang there and then for powerlifters fucking no use at all um i'm sorry if you're doing sit-ups and stuff like that there's, there's literally i would say no point um mm. unless you're going to be in some sort of rounded back position most of the time um, that yeah you're, you're going to be Basically, you're going to do every kind of abdominal exercise. Then going to be like a rollout, uh, like a TRX rollout or something like that, just to sit you in neutral most of the time. Some sort of dead bug variation is absolutely going to be fine. But that's not really directional for abs. It's more – somebody would say it's core, but then anything attached to lumbo-pelvic hip complex is core, as far as I'm concerned. So yeah, my play went back. yeah it's really annoying (laughs) Um, I
1: think it's um, it's funny actually because everyone's got a six pack so that's my biggest problem with these things it's like oh get six ways to a six pack well you've already got one so you don't need six ways for a start and those six ways should be um, a diet plan 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 like even now at this point for me, like what, what we've talked about before about how maybe my abs weren't popping last time I was on stage and blah, 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 is I still don't focus on them now because for me, it's like I'd rather focus on every other muscle group because they're more important to grow. Like if I just got a lot leaner next time, maybe they'll be popping. Like maybe I just didn't get lean enough, right? Maybe that's the, the problem. Um, that's the, the one thing. But the second thing is that I can work on that once I've kind of worked on everything else. Um, it's not going to make or break my physique on stage. What is is my shoulders, my chest, my back, my legs. Um, it's not going to be my abs. It's not. They're not going to ever say, "Oh, your abs aren't thick enough." They're just going to say, "Maybe you weren't lean enough, or you're not big enough, or whatever." Um, so I think that's the first thing to remember. Um, and the second thing is just that you're never going to see that much change in them anyway, in terms of like from year to year um and 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 like like you alluded to like i think these magazines are just horrendous at building up false hope um just go on a diet that's the only way you're going to see those abs mate it's not you can never do enough ab training to get them like it's not going to happen um especially especially even if it did happen in 6 weeks it's ludicrous um it's just not going to happen you're not going to be able to um to grow your abs to that point where you're going to see them now the guys, for example, doing like the group coaching that we're doing at the moment for six weeks, they've got more chance of seeing their abs than you have if you just sat there and did sit ups every day, hundred percent. Because they're sh- they're shedding away the fat that's above their abs. Like, like you've already got them. I've got a six pack. Tom's got one. Believe it or not. Um, <laughs> and it's like you will if you dieted for long enough and hard enough, you'd see them. Um, and the nutrition in those magazines is always so so bad because a it always says, like, these fat-burning foods are good. Well, there's no such thing as a fat-burning food for a start. So that's number one. And number two is that if they do have these, like, meal plans or, like, meal guides in them, they're so generic and based around a certain calorie number. For you, it could put you in a deficit, but for your mate, it could put him in a surplus. We don't know. Um, so they don't know anything about you. Um, and they're, just, they're just useless, like, in my opinion. Like And I've, look, I've written for these magazines. Tom's written for these magazines. Like, we know how it works but um, the amount of times you'd write an article for them then it kind of gets changed a little bit and you're like oh that's not what I wrote exactly <laughs> um, and it's convenient how they leave out the really really boring bit but important
0: bit um, <laughs> and, they, they, and they kind of quote you in, in their own way um, I still think the, uh, f- the funniest one of that was our friend Andrew got pretty much quoted and uh, he was talking about variations and training like Training different um, variations of lifts. Um, (laughs) He got worried about bench pressing. Change of bench pressing every single week like Andrew doesn't bench press like ever at all. He's got the smallest chest in the world and he was in men's health talking about bench pressing basically. <laughs> it was just He's got a worse bench thing. than Tom. <laughs> ludicrous. I think mine, I, I wrote some stuff about plyometric exercises once and it got just changed. Um, yeah. Mm. I think I, they left like the tendon loading and post activation potentiation and pap and all that kind of crap out. Doesn't, the cool bit, yeah, yeah, the the cool sciencey bit that makes me look nerdy. Uh, Mm. which is sad but yeah so we've got basically the Arab exercises. do you do them I think if in layman's terms do you, have you ever done like, have you ever done them? <laughs>
1: mm, not really I don't really bother at the moment like, I just like I said there's more important things to be worrying about mm. um, and it's just I I just hate doing them like they, I don't again because you don't see the benefit kind of straight away instantly Um, and like I said for me it's like I'd rather spend that five minutes doing them instead of doing them doing like arms or shoulders or something that I know I need to grow a lot better than my abs like I don't really Mm. care all that much and yeah I just think it's it's just massively overplayed and I think that it's an area that everyone wants to improve pretty much but the reality is it's just not going to happen that quickly unless you diet and it's that that then it will happen quickly and you will start seeing some change but that's hard like again it comes back down to it is like the magazines want you to believe that you can do this six-week program. It'd be easy, and all hail, you know, men's health. It's going to fix, you know, everyone's problems, and they never do like they don't. I don't know anyone who's ever got a six-pack following a six-pack in six weeks program. It doesn't happen.
0: And if you then train your abs, train your diaphragm, man. Yeah, that's the cool. Breathe ab. out. Breathe out. That's the cool ab. There we go. And, and I mean, even when I,
1: <laughs> even when we trained, even when we trained people in person, and. Trained core exercises. It was again. It was, it was a bit more to do with whole body and a bit more to do with how your body works as a unit rather than just trying to do endless amounts of crunches and stuff. So, so I can probably list that. As it, a,
0: just for a, an insight, I can list off the the core exercises. I think people in people's programs right now are some sort of landmine thoracic rotation, um, nice and slow, with a ribcage down, so you're not in thoracic extension. Um, thoracically neutral essentially going driving from about t8 and then mm. i've got dead bugs with like mul- multiple different stimuluses and then like a hollow hold i think that's pretty mm. much it right now that's it only got three out classes then the kick the abs and um, that's it apart from you probably do your squats your deadlifts and bench pressing i
1: mean i actually think that kicking the abs is the most important. <laughs> <one>. <laughs> is
0: the best one to be honest that,
1: that gets you the biggest abs
0: I still think we should probably do that video um,
1: yeah I'd love to do it to you
0: in Five Guys great amazing while eating a Five Guys <laughs> it doesn't matter
1: what you eat it doesn't matter what you're eating at the time as long as you're getting kicked in the abs that's
0: what's going to happen <laughs> ab training alright cool mm. let's, let's end that there Daniel that, that, um, that round was brought to you by Dennis basically mm. uh, we'll have a little break and we're going to go stupid things in the internet real life and go hard
1: Ooh, that sounds like bollocks.
0: Probably because it is. Stupid things on the internet this week. Three, two, one. Back in the room, Daniel. Back in the room. All right, so stupid things, real life, uh, internet. We see it all around us, to be honest. And I think we're allowed to uh, rant a bit. I guess you've had a slightly personal experience. I've had a slightly personal experience with this. Eye-opening, because I don't really, I don't delve into this much, that much. Um, that much not belly at all to be honest um, and it's just eye opening what's out there and by that we're talking about um, show prep for but bod- not powerlifting I'm fine at that that's, that's but um, for yeah peaking in a very different way but show prep for bodybuilding I guess bikini modelling doing all that kind of stuff um, and I guess we in a rant about um, some meal plans some programming that we've seen give examples of why it might be bad or might, might, might not be the most efficient, not bad, the most efficient thing to do or effective I would say.
1: Um, no, they are bad. That's, 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 <laughs> I was being so
0: political then Jesus Christ. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> that, no fuck, fuck it. That. Our, it's our podcast. Yeah. Fucking terrible.
1: Um, fuck that. Like bluntly. it's, and it's just like, you know what? Like, we talked about this briefly before coming on air and we have to kind of be a bit careful with what we say. Um, But, but we don't at the same time. There's also that aspect of it, but um, can we mention who it is? is, Who's mentioned it? Who's told us about this?
0: Uh, What do you mean? What, who is the person I'm stealing this from or
1: as in someone's, yeah, we we can say that one of your friends has given it to you and told you what's going on. Yeah, but anyway. Basically, basically, yeah. So one of so one of Tom's friends who basically doesn't really have a background in mm. huge background in fitness, isn't hugely clued up with that sort of thing, decided one day to enter a, a prep like My Miami Pro. Show.
0: Miami Pro thing.
1: Miami Pro thing. And um It's fr- it's seriously frightening like what she's been given. Um, So we talked about it before we came on about what was involved and all that sort of stuff. And it's just embarrassing. And quite frankly, it makes me embarrassed to say that I prep people or that I am in the industry um, to help people lose weight and all that sort of stuff because it's just a shambles what these people get given. Um, There's just like zero care for the athlete at all, like zero care. And the reason this is quite close to my heart is at the moment, i am sponsoring a young athlete um to take her on stage um so she's not paying um the full price that a normal client would pay so i'm sponsoring her for some of it um and the reason is for this exact reason it is literally this couldn't have come at a better time it's for this exact reason in that this young girl that i'm sponsoring is 19 first ever show um and I want her to enjoy the sport of bodybuilding, competing for what it is. Um, it's empowering. It's to some people life-changing. It's confidence boosting. It's all these certain things if you do it correctly. Yes, it's hard. But without a doubt, there are times it's difficult. No doubt about it. Even doing it the healthiest, the best way possible, it's going to be hard. There will be times when it gets tough. There will be times when you don't eat a lot of food. But it shouldn't be like that the whole way through. And it shouldn't certainly shouldn't be fucking tuna, white fish, and green beans every single fucking meal of the day for a start. Um, because you're going to get serious problems with, your, with food if that's all you eat. Um, but the reason that I decided to sponsor um, this athlete is because I did not want her to fall into the hands of these absolute knobs who do this sort of thing. Um, so I'm really pleased I decided to do it. I felt very good doing it. She was very, very grateful um, for the fact, and I explained to her why I wanted to do it. Um, and it's because that these people would have preyed on her, and they would have done it, and they would have sold her a meal plan, probably for what I'm charging her. Um, and she potentially would have hated the sport. She would have hated her prep. She'd have hated the time on stage. She'd have hated how she felt about herself, and she would have hated what would happen to her after the show, um, which is that she'd binge on any food, every food, because all she was allowed to eat was tuna and green beans and all that shit. Um, And Tom said to me before we came on, he was said, Oh, I've said to her, look after the show's finished, you can come to me and we'll do it properly on this sort of stuff. And my response was fuck that you should do it for now because, and the reason that I said it was because it's too late by that point. She'll have already hated the sport. She'll hate prep. She'll hate dieting. She'll hate everything associated with what she's done. Um and she needs saving probably at this point because she's just going to be in a position where she hates her life. She probably hates tuna and green beans. Um and she just won't want to probably do it again. Um and it really pisses me off because there are great people in this industry who are doing things the right way. Boxy's one of them. Um there are a couple of others uh, that we know of that we've been on this podcast. Um, who would do a much better job than just giving someone a shitty meal plan. Um, and unfortunately, it's it's hard to break through the noise and break through the spoken mirrors of these other people. Um, so how how is someone brand new into this supposed to find someone like Steve or, um, or Boxy or whoever to help them prep for a show when straight away they get thrust into this? Well, it's a little bit cheaper and – um, you know, they're just going to throw you a meal plan, which is what you think you need. Now it's really hard because from our point of view, it's maybe we need to make a bit more of a song and dance about it and, and expose a few more of these charlatans for what they are. Um, anyway, I feel like I've ranted enough about it, but <laughs> Tom, Tom, Tom's going to talk, but not only that, but this is the thing, right? Is it's not only the nutrition it's, like it's, cause, cause Tom, Tom's coming at it from just literally looking at the training plan point of view. Yeah. Um, yeah, you, your turn now, Tom. I mean,
0: yeah. So, if, I mean, the, the one thing, because I, I actually mentioned to her, I was like, oh, you should really listen to the podcast that we put out the other day was on meal plans and the legalization of them or being able to put them and how they should go about being given them. And she was like, "All oh, right, okay. Um, so, it'd be interesting to ask, maybe speak to her this weekend see see whether she's gone through that or not. Um, but that was just the meal plan. And I was like, it's probably like, I think when you hired, you had like 20, 20, weeks or something like that. And she's probably about 10 weeks out now. Um, and like the meal plan was just, I think I read it to you. Um, just like pre, uh, yeah, I gave it, I on. gave it away. You gave I it gave away. T- and, uh, three meals, <laughs> three meals of the five a day, are white fish or tuna. So you got an option there. And then, 130 grams of sweet potato or 35 grams of dry rice with a certain amount of nuts, either 10 or 15 grams of nuts. And then the other two meals a day are Greek yogurt uh, with some nut butter, shock. And then, uh, yeah, the that's pretty much magic. the same. And then you got, like, in the meal, you have a protein shake. That's not a fucking... That's not a meal. Um, amazingly. And then... Just baffling. Then, obviously, you've got a cheat meal at some point, a uh, cheat day, or you can cheat window. Um, yeah, so... I'll cheat door, Dan can make his joke about doors. Um, there we go. And then, so I was like, All right, fair enough, you're not knowing about them, you've not dieted before. This is fine, like this. It's not fine, it's fucking shit. But you've a bad relationship with food. But even purely looking at, I was literally brutal with her because uh, I went and trained with her and I, I saw one of the uh the the plans for basically she got her leg plan i was like yeah i'm gonna do your program i'm gonna like critique it for you that's cool because i wasn't in i'm not in i'm in general prep phase i'm not really prepping for any competition or anything so it doesn't really matter and Um, tommy you wanted to work your glutes and i really wanted to work my glutes um (laughs) so i could i could do girls hashtag girls at lift that's right isn't it good
1: sweet just just before you go into it right i've not i've not heard this training plan at all and but i i wonder if there are no squats and no deadlifts because they make your waist thick
0: <laughs> no funnily enough there was some squats okay. um so i've got i did she did like screenshot me a couple of the days um so i'll go through this oh dear all right so obviously it's a body part split and we oh all, of course it is yeah we yeah. all know why that's so fantastic nowadays um for a beginner female entering a bikini show, yeah, body part split of yeah. course. Yeah. So body part split. So mm. what's the normal body parts split? So I did the. I've seen the leg day and the shoulder day. I'm not too sure what else. You've probably got a chest day, back day, back chest day, 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 and then an arm probably day.
1: Arm and abs, ab, abs and arms, or calves and, arms. calves and calves and arms, or something.
0: Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I'm, I F- forehead and fingers. And <laughs> um, yeah. So the leg day. Um, so first thing was squats. Cool. Okay, exercise selection there, but no no variation of what the squat was, so just squats. Um, Bear in mind, all of these are three sets. (laughs)
1: Please tell me there's lunges in
0: there. Oh yeah, there is. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, So all of these are between twelve and fifteen reps. Of course they are. Can't be any lower, any higher. So, but even the like, if I look at how it's set out, it's literally a table and word. so oh they it, always are word documents. Mate. Exercise yeah, yeah, word sets, reps and rest. That's all I've got. No 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 place to put load. So you can't track your load or anything like that. You're not gonna bother it, doing that. It, you it, need to, it just it has a descriptive uh load in the reps section that says heavy. Um so <laughs> that helps. <laughs> so twelve heavy, three sets, ninety seconds rest. Alright, wonderful. Um awful. And then straight no, so next set. So you've got three sets of squats, that's done. 12 heavy and then it's into a hamstring curl supersetted with straight leg deadl- deadlifts right mm-hmm. even even if that was plausible, okay that's a plausible superset but do it the other way around you know why because hamstring curl is pretty much what's it going to work oh, just I my hamstrings have... right um, yeah. so and um, my straight leg deadlift what's that going to work pretty much the whole of my posterior chain um, yeah. so yeah. yeah they should be split around um, twelve to fifteen, of course, ninety seconds. Nothing wrong with that. Um, if you flipped it, if you flipped it round, nothing wrong with it. Not first. only that,
1: not only that, but you're also stronger in the eccentric portion of the movement and not the concentric. So you would be stronger doing stiff that deadlifts first, and you would be doing them second.
0: Yep, sweet. Um, and then, sh- then you got a leg press. It's fine. Cool exercise order. I'm f- kind of fine with at the moment, apart from the one o- obvious one. So twelve, of course, um, heavy. Why not? It, and it says full depth. Mm. So, which, which, could, there's, that doesn't say that on any of the other ones. So, or I can only assume that you can, because it doesn't say it, um, I can do um, partial ones on the rest of them. So, that's cool. Um, 90 seconds, of course, three seconds down, negative, pause, two seconds up. Cool. It's quite long for 12. 12. That's, yeah. that's, that's a hell of a lot of, that's it's a minute yeah that's well that's over a minute isn't it it's five seconds six seconds per rep twelve, 12 times six yeah work it out um, yeah so then low like press, and then you've got abductor just says that it's all, it's all just abductor it's just yeah. said abductor just, um, just stretch it just stretch <laughs> it, it. Su- super- supersetted with glute thrusts uh, mm. slash bridges so I actually I I got too pissed off by by this I I so I trained this day with her. Um, I got too pissed off by this end, Um, and I said, "Fuck that off!" You're doing five sets of single leg glute bridges, and that's it. Mm. Um, Because I was so annoyed, (laughs) basically by this, I was like, "Well, I'm getting a shit workout, um, so I'm gonna do this." It's like you can join me if you want to, and she was like, "Yeah, really feel my glute." I was like, "Yep, sweet." (laughs) uh, Yeah, so twelve full, no, fifteen full, and fifteen pulses, slow. Um, and then 12 to 15 heavy hip thrusts I was like she needs to do just single leg I was like half I was like get the load down and then half the effort on what you're recruiting It'd Be so you don't because you haven't done a one to one session with this personal trainer so I don't know whether you can do a hip thrust or not a barbell yeah. hip thrust I mean I'll, I'll say his name Bradley um, one of my online clients I went and saw him and trained with him same as one of my other guys VJ. I went and trained with him before I programmed him just so I could make sure they would probably do any of the technique that I wanted. Um, that's the kind of guy I am. And they were in London, so that's absolutely fine. Um, yeah. And then, of course, these, so we've gone through one, two, three, four, five, six exercises, and now the lunges are in already.
1: Oh, yeah, because, yeah, you know, the highly coordinated <laughs> control required to a lunge. Yeah, do lunges. that, yeah.
0: So, three sets, of course, um, 15 each leg reps I think, um, 90 seconds, supersetted with leg extensions mm. lunges, dumbbells or barbells, ok wonderful, the leg day is shocking, and you got a shoulder day as well that she sent me that <laughs> was just embarrassing again um, shoulder presses, dumbbells or barbells, doesn't matter apparently uh, 3 sets of 12 um, behind the neck Smith machine, supersetted with front raises, because obviously her anterior delt wasn't get worked enough during this shoulder day um, and pressing, mm. she got a separate chest day that I'm sure the anterior delt didn't get recruited at all. So four sets, um, twelve reps, slow, controlled. Last set, do- a drop set. Oh yeah, no, 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 I forgot to say on the first exercise. So your main lift, um, your shoulder press, either dumbbell or barbell. Three sets, last set, drop set. Whack mm. it, whack it. In the- Dan, you're, you train bodybuilding generally, and I do a lot of programming. Do you ever drop set the, the main lift? No, no, sweet. Don't do that.
1: Um, Literally, just drop drop, drop
0: set on machines. Yeah, drop set machines, and it's probably Pretty gonna much. be like your E, F, G, mm. fucking exercises. Hopefully, um, yeah, not you, not you, three by five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and then you got buying it. Then a clean and press, just randomly thrown in. Um, oh, I love,
1: it. I love doing a clean and press. Yeah, that's yeah. real good. Physique, <laughs>
0: um, side razors, five sets of these. Uh, Got bored of the freeze. I'm not too sure what side raise is. That might be the ab thing or the is that lateral kind of medial delt. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, Um, upright row supersetted with a rear delt fly. That's fine. I like that. Um, And a tricep push down and a tricep overhead. Um, That's fine as well. I like that. Um, It just annoyed me. Just from a programming point of view, there's nothing to it. The load, you can't progress. You don't know where anything's going. The the rest is all the same, it's 90 seconds, no matter what. Um, it's always three sets. There's no variation of reps, it's just there's no thought process, which is really fucking me off. That there's There's, zero,
1: there's there's no thought process in anything, Tom. It's a cookie cutter plan, it's copied (laughs) and pasted into a new word document from an original one. Like, that's what they do. Like, it's
0: Ah, oh, just don't. and I know the girl, and she's actually pretty broad. So I, w- I wouldn't do- give her any shoulder work, to be honest. And that I just wouldn't. So...
1: <sighs> it's just, it's just, it's just. Oh, it's just painful. It's, right. it's, and you know what? Like the problem with it as well is that the person giving the this plan out probably did that themselves and that's how they did it and they might have won because they stuck to it for long enough because they're stupid they won they then pass it on to all their clients they charge them hundreds of pounds to do it and they're now a bikini coach brilliant you're a fucking moron is what you are (laughs) honest Um, to god it's 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 just it's ridiculous it's um oh i think we've we've flogged it to death i think we've
0: exhausted it now so yeah it's slightly annoying um to say the least but yeah just i mean if you want to know the difference between that kind of programming and i guess our kind of programming obviously our clients will tell us that we consult them about stuff they actually get some exercises that they they probably enjoy um and they probably tell us preferences we know injury history that's not it's going to be more descriptive there's notes There's actual places Hmm. to place your load. You can see your progression. You can see what's happening going forward. Hopefully, more than hopefully, you have more of a plan. And this is the thing. I haven't seen Mizo. It's like the girl's got a 20-week plan. Like, she's 20 weeks out.
1: And she's doing that for 20 weeks.
0: She's got the same thing for 20 weeks. It's never mind, oh, shit, that's not really working. All right, we haven't got that in. Or maybe we should focus on this for, like, if you've got 20 weeks, I'd probably split it in. It's either five fours or four fives. Um, would be the smart idea and then you can manipulate as you go along um, but no so hopefully that would be how we would program believe it or not there's. Mm. I mean I generally I, I kind of float around between 4 5 and then I've actually given some people I think a 6 week 6 to 7 week meso right now um, just because I think I need, wanted to write it all out so, and so they know what they're doing but yeah there's no essence I can't see a deload in in there at all um oh oh, oh also mm. one more thing the ca- um she's being told to do uh right right from the off to do a little um low intensity steady state cardio three times a week
1: let me guess faster in the morning
0: faster than the morning um which i don't i, don't, I don't think the
1: thing is right the thing the thing is just, i don't i don't mind that so much because you're trying to create a calorie deficit, right? Yeah. That's that's the whole point of it. The fact that with just that diet alone should be in a fucking huge one. There's neither here nor there. And actually, if she trained, if she had a better training plan, she might not need to start cardio because she might burn more calories by training properly for a start. Um, one, but and the, and the thing about this, right, with the nutrition side of things, is look, no one. I'm not sitting here saying that at some point during your prep for six weeks, for eight weeks, potentially for ten weeks, that you wouldn't be on that low calories that's not what i'm saying by at all by the way my point is that when you are taken to those calories by a good coach knows what they're doing you're done so in usually a methodical way but not only that but you're given the choice about how to use those calories yourself um, and there isn't literally a meal one meal two meal three meal four it's uh right you need to get protein in all these meals you need to get veg in all these meals you need to have carb sources probably before you train preferentially that's probably about it other than that it's kind of up to you how you split that up and how you do, how you decide to do that. build it around your life build it around your schedule do what you want to do um so i want i want it on record that like the problem isn't here isn't with the calorie deficit isn't with the amount of calories they're on it's not like because you will have to be that low and there will be a point in time during a prep where your meal options are very limited to very lean meats very boring carb sources and lots of veg without a doubt But the point is there's always a choice for our athletes. There's a choice for for me. There's a choice for all my clients is that if you don't like green beans, you're not eating them. If you don't like sweet potato, you're not eating it. If you don't like tuna, you're not eating it. If you want to eat it, you can eat it. Um, That's the point here is we've alluded to it before where people have been on prep and they've been given a meal plan with walnuts in, and they're allergic to nuts. It's like, you're a fucking moron, mate. It's that, it's that ludicrous. Um, so, yeah, I think it's – that's what I, I'm getting at. It's not that you know, you're going to have to suffer and do cardio. It's not that you're going to have to um, – it's not that you're going to be on these super high calories and diet. It's not the case. You will be on low calories, but there's always a choice. And the same with the cardio. There's a choice of how you want to do it. Three times a week fasted in the morning could be your way of doing it. But likewise, if you'd rather just add it on to the end of each training session, that's fine as well. But these people will tell you, no, you have to do it faster in the morning. This woman could have a really busy morning and not want to not want to go up at half four in the morning to do a cardio. But these people are telling her she has to, and that that's the thing that's making the difference. That's the problem here. It's not, it's not doing cardio. It's not being in a calorie deficit because they're all important things. But the fact is that these people don't know that they're putting them in a calorie deficit. They just think that these magic foods at these magic times – doing the work and they're just
0: retarded because it's not Ugh. oh well, well yeah. over, done shitty bodybuilding prep Sweet. well
1: everyone likes a rant about <laughs> it but...
0: <laughs> a 20 minute one it's great but the, thing is, the, thing is,
1: the thing as well is though I find myself getting more and more frustrated though the more I rant about it because it just doesn't change like we've been doing this now for a long time but it feels like a long time and it's just the same every year we get the same things, the same people, the same questions about these meal plans and these prep diets, and it's just like when are people gonna gonna wake up and and to finish on the point I want to finish on is the fact that it ruins people 's view of it that's what I hate the most is that people look at what I do and go, oh it's not healthy, it's not good for you, you get a bad relationship with food, you get all these problems, and it's like, no, not if you do it properly you do it the right way with a professional and a coach knows what you're doing you don't but the problem is so many people have been fucked up by these knots and the way they do it um that they just unfortunately have this really bad and warped view of, of competing and quite rightly and i don't blame them because they've been put through it by by a dickhead basically who doesn't know what they're doing um there's a reason that coaches like steve have clients and their books that have been with them for years and years and years and compete year on year on year. There's a reason for that. Um, And it's not because they eat tuna and green beans every year.
0: (laughs) I bet they do at some point eat tuna and green beans.
1: If they do, then great, yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But it'll be their choice. Great. Mm. Wonderful, Dan. Nice ranty and good. Apparently what people like. Um, So, oh, nice. Good, man. Um, Any announcements? Anything that you need to... Apart from that, to get off your chest, nothing.
1: No, only that. Obviously, next week we've got a special guest we're recording with. Finally, yes. finally, finally Fucking. got him nailed down. So that's <laughs> really exciting. That should be fun. Um, we won't, we won't tell you who it is this episode, but next episode we should probably say who it's yeah. going to be. Um, but yeah, very excited. That one could be a bit ranty and a bit trolly.
0: Very trolly. And, um, I'm, uh, I'm going to go out on a limb, and I will, I will be poking the bear. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: No, the bear's gonna be poked as well. But I think it could. That could be a two-parter, just because it's gonna be a long one. I think the guy can.
0: Yeah.
1: Sweet. Um, Um, We're just gonna let
0: him walk. I think i'm not really <laughs> gonna say much just gonna poke him every so often <laughs> <Poke>. <laughs> sweet uh yeah keep posting in the uh, facebook group um go join it if you haven't already i know there's obviously this a fair few of you that are not in it um if you want us to do anything in particular during that facebook it kind of runs itself to be honest at the moment um without too much hassle uh we're not gonna do we generally don't do like technique videos and how-to videos that's the kind of thing um i think we talked about that with Suk and we were just like yeah it's a bit of fun it's gets people knowing each other who listen us to us. Um, that's about it. Um, mm. Any advice that people want to throw in there, any questions towards us, absolutely fine. So keep that going. Cool? Cool. Awesome. Obviously, go fucking follow us and do all that kind of shit. You know where they are. Don't so already. If you don't already, then what the fuck is going on? Um, yeah, send us questions. Fuck it. All right. Um, yeah. Pleasure always, Dan. As always. Catch yeah. you later, guys. Catch you later, guys.